Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. Hey, what's up, man? It's your boy Jakar, man. I just jumped out of porch with Dirty Glow and Bastards. You did. Say they had me offered up, I don't bounce back. Light it up, roll it up. We smoke on it up. Anytime I do that move, she don't. All right, today we got Jakari hopping off the porch with us today. How you feeling today, gang? I'm good, man. F going on, man? I'm hopping out the motherfucking porch. Hey, look, I been hopped out of porch, feel what I'm saying? Been jumped out of porch a long time ago, but today. I'm going to do this shit all over again, you did. Oh, okay. So what's one thing you feel that you can get in Atlanta that you can't get anywhere else? Shit. Oh. That's a good-ass question right now. Shit, you really can't get shit. Like, think about it. Like, bro, you can't get shit. Like, we just divide, man. You got to think about it. Like, nigga can't just, like... I don't, get, I don't care you in Miami, New York, LA, like the Atlanta shit, we just, if yeah, they can't get shit, nothing. I'm trying to tell y'all nothing. Okay, pop it in. So how does it compare to other cities that you've been to or visited? How do Atlanta compare to them? Yes, sir. I guess being country. But we country here, like, I, I give it to like folk be telling me I'm country, then I sat down one day and I start listening to myself. Like, damn, bro, I'm country here. Like, sometimes other people be country here right where they feel me. For sure. Like, so, what part of Atlanta did you grow up in? I'm from Cleveland Avenue. For sure. It's 241. Mount uh -huh. Zion Road. Feel what I'm saying? Got down Brandywine, Avalon Ridge, Terraces, the Woods, all that shit. I'm from the bottom. For sure. I got down with the Cleveland Avenue Elementary, Crawford Middle School. By the time I finna hit South Carolina, I had to homeschool because shit started getting real crazy with like, you know, with the shit I was doing. But I'm from Cleveland Avenue, bro. How would you describe growing up in Cleveland now? We here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I love my hood, bro. Like, it's, it's unmatched. Like, the Lord that unmatched too, you feel what I'm saying? Like, Long Little Rudy, you feel what I'm saying? My brother that died, man, him actually grew up in the hood too, so it's like, 
it's just home. You feel what I'm saying? Like it, it's, it's, I don't know. I don't see myself being nowhere else but Cleveland. Like I'm so used to that shit. Like all the way from goddamn up down East Point to come all the way back down to go to Jumbo Road. Like just the whole Cleveland. Like that shit just home, bro. Like, For sure. So when would you say you jumped off the porch? I got down. I got down. About 14 and a half. About to got down. Eighth, ninth grade. I stayed and got down. I moved from Cleveland Avenue and tried to move my grandma to get my school shit together. But. <coughs> my ass. You, if you went to school with me, you know I'm a clad clown. Like, bro, I cannot get my shit together. So. After I tried to move my grandma, I got down. I went home school, like, I couldn't even do the shit no more. Like, I just, like, fuck it, but I can't pay attention in this shit. Like, I'm going to school every day to play and shit. Like, I want I, I one of those students in middle school, like, you couldn't tell me shit. Like, sixth grade, I thought I was going to be the smartest nigga ever. Then I started getting to school, started goddamn being a clad clown, doing dumb shit, getting my ass beat at school, my dad putting up to the school, being my ass shit. I'm like, bro. Your dad pulled up to school, beat your Yes, bro. Like, y'all, I'm too, yeah, let me, bro, y'all wanna hear that shit, bro? Of course, nigga. Bro, bro, then when I was staying in Four Seas, like, Tumville Heights, like, in Four Seas and Houses, bro. Man, I was going across alone, bro. These folk dumb and fuck. The bus driver suspended my sister, all oh, the bus, Maya, free Maya, by the way, free my motherfucking sister. She, she suspended my sister, Maya, out the bus. So all me and my mama kids and me and my auntie kids, all of us stayed in one house. It was like eight of us. Me, Tay, Maya, Mia, Riri, all of us stayed in one house. Man, she suspended one, so we all went to the bus stop the next day to him on some fake game shit. Like, we hard. Like, oh, I ain't going to cap. We sticked up with the balloon. Like, we had water balloons in our book bag shit. That little dumb shit, bro, though. <laughs> so the water. up the bus driver. When the paper up in our book bag and shit, fucking up the work and everything, bro. I got to the bus stop, she done pulled up, opened the door, and told my sister, like, you know you ain't riding my, I'm riding on my bus. Man, we might have got down, opened them book bags and started busting the <laughs> like, psh, psh. the whole, my whole household started busting that through. So we got down, catch a ride to school. My mom, my auntie, my dad, nobody knew we had just did that shit. So we get to school, time out the shit, laughing, texting each other. We had kick back then. We on kick texting each other and shit. Man, them folks say, Miss Mills, like, yes. Folks say, can you send your card to the counselor office? You know, when they say the counselor office, it's some shit shit. Like, it's a difference between go to the main office and the counselor office. So when I heard counselor office, I'm like, fuck. I know what we just did this morning. <laughs> we had, I'm like, oh shit. Well, I'm like, bro. I get up there, man, my dad up there, bro, with a fucking belt in his hand, y'all. I'm like, bro, what the hell going on? What the fuck y'all nigga? Like, I'm like, bro, what's up? He like, come on. He like, we all teachers lounge where, where I can take him at. I get licked like, what the hell do you fuck to? I was like, y'all nigga, I take me. No, I'm not going for none of that, bro. Like, I don't care. Man, I got my ass beat in the teacher line. Teacher walking in and shit like, oh, excuse me. <laughs> but I get back to school after my suspension, bro. They got down teacher was looking at me like, made me call your dad trying to use that shit to get me. Yeah. After a while, I'm like calling with the first time. I'm like, yeah, just chill. <laughs> I'm not fucking with you. So what would you say is the biggest life lesson you learned growing up? Um, 
I can say, goddamn, really just like, be yourself. Cause growing up, that's all I was doing. But it came with obstacles and, and it came with bullshit, you feel what I'm saying? Like, everybody ain't gonna sell you for what you're doing, you feel what I'm saying? But if you if you who you is, and you, if that's really what you wanna do, you gotta keep going. Like, growing up, that's all I want to do, is be successful, you feel what I'm saying? I just want to stand out in my own way. Like, and growing up, like, throughout this little Instagram shit, you feel what I'm saying? The follow, like, nigga, I had followers in 2013, 2014, like, Nigga probably not even know I was on Vine and shit. Like, I been been on the media shit. So now it's like, it's cool, but I gotta get money. You feel what I'm saying? And it's like, when that shit came with motherfucker trying to judge me, criticize me, motherfucker trying me like a bitch. You feel what I'm saying? Not even in public, it just on the media, in the comments. I was saying little shit. You feel what I'm saying? It had me like, damn, should I stop? But I ain't stop. I kept going and shit. I ain't where I wanna be all the way, but I'm all right. You feel what I'm saying? So how did you venture into starting with the social media marketing influencing with the Vines, Instagrams, YouTubes, TikToks, musically? In the house with they dumb man. Like, I used to be like Jay Lud here making everybody laugh and I wasn't trying. I wasn't even trying, like, bro, I just be in the house just doing shit, and everybody be laughing hard, like, I'm talking about the laughing that make your stomach hurt, like, you can't breathe, so I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Not doing nothing, why the hell y'all laughing at me like that? Every time, like, every time, every family event, everybody laughing. In 2009, I got on YouTube. I think I had an iPhone 3, the 3, the little with the fat back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had one deal. <laughs> I had one doom. And that motherfucker didn't have no front camera, it just had the back camera. But back then that camera looked all right. You feel what I'm saying? It was kinda like one of the one of the best cameras on phone. I had that motherfucker, man, I had that Maddie YouTube video. After watching Mike Epps, after watching like, you know, goddamn Chris Tucker, all them fun ass old niggas, after watching them, I had to try to get on YouTube and make a living. And I still got the goddamn video. I still know what the video is. I'm ugly as hell, like. I still tried though, and once I did that, I felt like I could do it again. Then I finally got a phone, like hold to a phone. I started using my cousin on phone and the house shit. Like I'm from the hood, but like I ain't never had no phone back then. Like, I ain't never, I wasn't even never worrying about getting a phone for Christmas. You feel? I want them kids. Like I know I wasn't getting that shit. Like an iPhone. I just better knew I was finna sit on Christmas and watch everybody get some shit, and just be like, damn, clap for them and shit. Like I just be chilling, bro. But then I finally had got hold to a phone, and when I started down... Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again, because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. 
on apps and shit, I went to the media section and they had all type of different apps, Messenger and all type of different little apps. I just started downloading shit, just downloading a whole bunch of shit. Started getting on that shit, signing up. My age back then, I used to sign up. I was only like fucking 10, 11. I used to sign up on the shit for 1995, cause that was my, <laughs> my sister year. So every time she signed up on shit, I'd be looking. Now I was 1995 and the fuck out of every app, boy. So I had got down, downloaded Vibe, made, made a little account, and they had some type of explore page. I started seeing other people on there. I'm like, damn. Health insurance plans come with deductibles and claims processes that are confusing and expensive. CrowdHealth puts you back in control of your health care. Each member gets a personal care advocate and access to thousands of other members ready to help pay for large health expenses. Visit joincrowdhealth.com and use code HEALTH to get your first three months for just $99 per month. That's joincrowdhealth.com code HEALTH. CrowdHealth is not health insurance. It's a totally different way of paying for health care. Terms and conditions may apply. This shit funny here. This shit I was just trying to do on YouTube. But Vine went longer than 10 seconds. Only, I think first it was seven seconds. Yeah, I think it was seven, seven seconds, seconds at yeah. first. I was trying to come up with some real quick shit, seven seconds. And I had made a video on class one day, and that shit went up. And ever since then, I would come with video. They fucked around and deleted the app. Damn, I was just going up. <laughs> so they had everybody in my school kind of like, I been like, mind you, I told you I would clear clown some more, and I stayed in the hood. Some motherfucker knew me then, like, from that. But when they seen that social media shit, and that was the first of it, they were trying to be more cool with me, like it was like one down. So I just got down, got on this shit, bro. Explore really just you really gotta explore, bro. You gotta get on the explore page. On all the you got down app stores on Instagram. Just look at shit. Test it out. Like you gotta test shit out. Like I used to be scared of here to do shit. But once I started breaking my fear, and then my 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 NR still be telling me like, you gotta try new shit out even though you don't be want to. Like, you got to, bro. Like if you don't. You never know the outcome. That shit might fuck you up, though, so you just got to be prepared for all that shit. Bro. That's real shit. That's good advice. So how did you venture in to start making music? I made my first song. I made my first song with my brother who died, with Rudy. We got down, had a YouTube beat and a voice memo. And I put that motherfucker on YouTube. And we were just telling everybody like around us to listen to that beat. We thought that beat was so fire. We thought that bit was so fire, bro. That bit is so ass. <laughs> like, what the thing? What the thing about the shit is, just like, that my brother, like, come on, lonely, but like, we pop shit at a young age, but we thought that shit was so fire, like, bro, that shit ass, to me. I ain't even gonna lie. Like, that shit be here. Then, goddamn, 2013, 2014 came, I made another song. I put that bitch out there, the beginning of 2015. It got a million views on my lyric video. So I'm like, oh shit. This after I was dancing and doing all that shit, I started to try to try something new. 2016, I put out another song. 2017, I put out another song. 2018, I put out a little project, see the outcome. All the shit started doing good. I took a little break, like two or three years, and I just dropped again. If you know what I'm saying, my birthday, my birthday three days ago, June 18, I just dropped again. Y'all go get that underestimated everywhere right now. Underestimated out right now, go fuck with me. Let me know what's your favorite song on that motherfucker. But hell yeah, bro, music just come with my life. Like, I make music about my life. Like, I live this shit. Like, the shit I rap about, I really live. Like, I can't go in the studio and lie. If you know, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard to because you hear them good ass beats. 
I hit on good ass beats, and I get on that bitch and just want to get to talking about life. And when I say life, I ain't saying pouring my heart out, you feel what I'm saying? I'm just saying, if I'm smoking Zara right now, I'm finna go to the studio and talk about the Zara smoking. If that yeah. motherfucker, you feel it, if it's smoke, smoking, I'm gonna get on the beat and talk about my shit smoking, yeah, like, <laughs> it just be like, I go with the flow, bro. I make music for people to relate to, like, I'm one of them niggas, I ain't really stunning everybody gravitating to my sound, you feel what I'm saying? Because I know people, I'm still young, number one. And I know it's a lot of motherfuckers out there that probably can't relate to what I'm on, you feel what I'm saying? I'm not expecting them to, but for the motherfuckers that do relate, it's for them. Yeah. Right, if you got down smoke weed, you a young nigga, you know you got down from the hood, but you yourself, and you still got down having emotion, you feel what I'm saying, by being yourself, because a lot of people, they uncomfortable with themselves because they got to portray an image to, to, to motherfuckers that they really ain't living. Like, some motherfuckers want to be hard, like, you feel what I'm saying? One thing about me, bro, I'm gonna die by my respect, bro. I swear, I'm die by my respect, but I ain't got no point to prove, you feel what I'm saying? Like, I ain't out here just doing dumb shit, trying to prove a point. I stay in my lane, I stay out my way, I get my paper. I go to work, I wake up here when I get money. That's the shit I got to prove to myself. I ain't out here trying to get down, you feel me? Sure. I'm trying to motherfucking influence people, not manipulate people. It's a difference. It's a big difference. For sure, you feel nah, for me? real. What's your current thoughts on the rap game? What you mean? Like, how do you think the culture and hip hop is moving right now? Also, how do you think about the social media influencer game right now? How much has changed since when you first started? Shit, I'm gonna talk about the rap game first. I think the rap game, you feel what I'm saying? I ain't, I ain't, I ain't too deep into that. And I think I would never find myself too deep in that because I'm on the outside looking in. And when I was on my, my influencer shit, I was still on the outside looking in. You never know what the fuck be going on with the industry and the people behind the industry. I'm not one of them niggas that's gonna put a story to some shit I don't know. Like, if I don't know, I don't know. It ain't my business. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? But I don't think I see myself in the future in all that drama because to this day now, you, you can't never go on YouTube or go on nowhere and type in me beefing with nobody. I ain't never be with no influencer, no artist. You feel what I'm saying? Everybody show me love, show me respect. I show my respect, I show my love. We going on about our business. So down the line, I don't find myself on no shit like in the nigga business or beefing on in the industry, like sneak dissing and all that old shit. Like, come on, man, I get money, bro. Like, ain't nothing. And with the influencing industry, that's one hell of an industry right there. Now I can talk about that shit. That's one hell of an industry. But throughout it all, you feel what I'm saying? I stand on all 10, regardless. Like, I stand on all 10, like, it's been goddamn six years. I done seen people go up, I done seen people go down. The ones that went down was the ones that ignored me, <laughs> left me out, got money and got lit and started feeling themselves a little bit too much. You know what I'm saying? And I ain't never put my opinion on them, but I just be looking outside like, damn. And I got the ones up here that actually wanted that shit. Yeah. Did what they had to do, you feel what I'm saying? Woke up every day grinding, getting that money. Ain't there no bullshit. Got restaurants, got goddamn books, clothing line, selling online courses, flying out the countries and shit. You feel what oh, I'm saying? Right. Like, 
it's just an experience. Life, is, all this shit is an experience. And I'm glad I went through this shit, you feel what I'm saying? And I know I still got some more shit to go through, but all this shit really just be an experience. Like, this shit here, all this shit be here. I just, I'm cool in here though. I just be sitting back looking at all this shit like, boy, y'all here. <laughs> like, where y'all here? But y'all gotta chill. Like, nigga, know I'm scratch, say, just vibe. Like, just vibe. These folk be here, bro. For sure. How do you feel TikTok helps or kill a song? Because you got, look, think about it like this. A lot of times, like, a lot of people will see or hear songs on TikTok, but we'll never know who sings or whatever, right? We'll never, like, know the artist. Like, the song will be bigger than the artist. That's, that's, that's good. How is that good? Like, we don't know. It'll who... help in the long run. Like me, like me. Prime example. I just had a song, do some little numbers on TikTok, you feel what I'm saying? Got over like 100,000 videos made to that motherfucker. People getting five, six, ten million views, basketball. Big joke. I dropped a song, big joke. That motherfucker went north for me, you feel what I'm saying? A lot of motherfuckers was in the comments once I finally started popping out with the song, seeing the numbers go up. I was like, damn, I didn't know this was you. Some people say Playboy Cardi, some people just saying shit in TikTok coming. I didn't feel bad, I didn't feel like, you feel what I'm saying, damn. That shit helped in the long run because just say you do go up, motherfuckers can go back five, 10 years, three years from now and be like, oh damn, that was his song. So it helped you, it helped your art, it helped your catalog, you feel what I'm saying? It just only builds your, you only building your catalog. Like fuck what a motherfucker know. I went years, I think I'm at two million followers right now. Song streaming, you feel what I'm saying? I ain't, like I said, I ain't where I want to be, but that shit helped me in the long run build my catalog because when I finally get to where I want to be, I can say, okay, I did this. Okay, I did this. Okay, I had a song do this. Okay, I did this. In every category, whether it's TikTok, whether it's Instagram, Apple Music, Spotify, I can at least say, okay, I achieved the goal here. You feel what I'm saying? You saying it's like leverage. It's like leverage. It's like building your catalog throughout. How the hell can, you feel what I'm saying? Like, bro, you see that shit got a lot of new artists. TikTok, every song you hear on the radio down there, or here, here in rotation right now, it coming from a challenge or some shit on TikTok. Some shit they will put together on, you feel what I'm saying? Yeah. When a motherfucker drop a song, get what type of campaign they try to do quick. An Instagram or a TikTok campaign. For sure. Let me tell you how I know. Because before I was even dropping my music like how I am now, I was on my dance shit, I was doing my shit, I was just getting all type of money. Nigga, I had self streams and income at 16 years old. Yeah. Cause Dancing, the labels and shit rapping, was getting you promos, shows, yeah. meet and greet. I'm talking about everywhere, everywhere. Just coming in, coming in, coming in, coming in. So I was getting paid to dance and nigga shit. I was getting paid to try to push artists and push artists' music. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Now that I'm dropping music, I already know what I need to do and where I want to go with it. Of course I want a motherfucker to start a challenge on TikTok for me. I want to make them numbers go up. Bring in the money, baby. Bring in the numbers. Yeah. The world gonna catch on at the end of the day. You just gotta keep working. You can't start. That's 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 slowing the hustle down when you get to thinking too hard about how you going up. What the streams coming from? What the money coming? If it's coming, let it come and keep working. The fuck you gonna stop and say, oh damn, this is TikTok or TikTok got you this or or you you feel me? Like go on and work, bro. Keep doing your shit, bro. By the time that shit went up, you probably got some more heat for them you can drop, and then boom, you a millionaire. Right. Keep working, stop worrying about the, the folk be too caught up in that bullshit. I ain't caught up in that. I'm trying to. Sure. So talk to us about your new project, Underestimated. Um, the, the name of it says a lot, you feel what I'm saying? 
throughout all these years I was working, I remember motherfuckers telling me no. I remember motherfuckers lying to me, saying, woot, 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 like, I can't come with them. Feel what I'm saying? I remember just being underestimated. And still to this day, I got motherfuckers that underestimate me. I got people I know that show motherfuckers they don't know love or show motherfuckers that, you know, they ain't been around more love than they show me. I don't feel no type of way about it. I just feel like it's underestimation. You looking at me like I ain't enough. You feel what I'm saying? Or I ain't got everything it take for you to support me. But that motherfucking tape right there, man, that shit mean a lot to me. Um, number three, Arrogant. That's my favorite song out of the tape. That song just defined my life. Like, that song defined my life. Like, these niggas playing with my intelligence for real. They throw salt on your name just to stay relevant. Louis Slane that got me, he clean up, don't leave no. I done ran through these bitches way before these hoes got arrogant. Yeah, yeah. That's my favorite song right there. Like, I really ran through bitches before they got arrogant. There's no cap. Um, make it my outro. I was talking my shit on there. Y'all can go listen to make it. Just hit me up. You feel what I'm saying? Listen to the lyrics. Hear where I'm coming from. Like I said, I ain't expecting everybody to gravitate to my shit. Well, for those who can understand me, just feel me, just hit me up. That motherfucker mean a lot to me. Like that motherfucker just like a, like a out the mud tape. For sure. And then I put it together real quick just so they can hear something because of the big joke song. They was asking me to drop like song like, bro, can you drop? Can you drop? Can you drop? So I just put that shit together real quick on my birthday, put the shit out. Motherfucker on Spotify was like a million streams, 20 minutes. Then we had got down 500K on audio making one day. Then we had got down a couple thousand like on, on Apple Music. It just was doing good ass numbers. Like we were shocked. It was charting on Apple Music. All this shit, like we shocked. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's more work to put in, more love to come. I'm just ready to get down for the world to hit this shit, my boy. Sure. What else are you working on at the moment? Finishing my deluxe. Finishing my deluxe. You feel what I'm saying? Show more visuals. Get more money. Show them more love. Support my family. That's all I really want to do is really like feed my family. So when you say what I'm working on, I'm really working on myself. Every day I get up, I'm trying to just really make sure Everybody around me eat. You feel what I'm saying? But besides that, my deluxe. Show my videos. Fucking bitches. <laughs> Any last words and shout outs? Shout out to you twin, number one. For sure, gang. Shout out to motherfucker. Oh. See there I go. Shout out to God. God, I be tripping, you know that. Shout out to motherfucking Patrick. Shout out to the whole game. My best friend, my mama. Brandy, Kali, everybody, you feel what I'm saying? Lil Rick, I love y'all nigga, man. My whole game. All y'all know I love y'all, man. Selling, Lone Lil Rudy, man. Jakar and this motherfucker. I just jumped out of the porch all over again, you feel what I'm saying? What? I said 14 and a half, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. I just jumped out of the porch. After six years, man, what the hell going on? <laughs> <laughs> Said they had me fucked up, I done bounced back, light it up, roll it up, we smoke on it up. Anytime I do that move, she don't come in, but she like that. Anytime I Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.